Hi, you guys. Welcome to Cabernet and A. Keegan Allen. Hello, Cabernet and A. Are you a wine drinker, Keegan? I don't indulge. I enjoy people that do. Mr. Norman Buckley, director of Pretty Little Lies. Thank you for asking me. The writers and Marley know what the final word is going to be. Absolutely. They're not making it up. Does the actor who plays A know that he or she is playing A? Uh, I can't answer that. Uh, it was worth a shot. Officer Barry Maple, Jim Titus! I am in Academy right now. So. Oh, yeah! I'm about a bottle in, so don't get me in any trouble. Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet? Bestie episode. <laughs> so we have our gay besties here. Listen, we got tricked. We were told that we were watching an episode of GBF, and here we are watching the movie GBF. Yeah, we were exactly. originally going to watch GBF, and then, well, I didn't realize that two of you had seen it, and Corey, well, so it's Corey and Dennis. Hi. Hey. Yay. Yay. Corey. Yes. Have you seen GBF before? I have. I actually saw it in the theaters. Oh, and it was so amazing because one of the characters from the movie made a surprise appearance at the end of the QA. And it was a jawbreaker, so I was very excited about it. Oh. Well, see, so I was I only own one. I Jawbreaker on VHS. Do you? I just want to throw that out there. Do you that. own a VCR? Yeah, I do. I actually Currently? do. Yeah. I actually do own a VCR. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It's in the closet, but I could take it out. I actually do too. I have a DVD VCR combo down there. Oh, I was never able to afford one, so she, she, she. <laughs> Beverly Hills, she, 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 she. she. <laughs> um, well, why don't you guys, I mean, Corey's a friend of the podcast. I've been yeah. on several times. I actually didn't tell you guys something, so I want to keep it for the podcast. Oh my God. I um, ate really late last night. I think it had something to do with cheese, and I probably will have a reoccurring issue because I ate so much cheese during the liars today <laughs> but i had like several nightmares and one of them was that chelsea went off on me like crazy <gasps> psychopath and it Ew. all had to do with like you had shot something like a movie or like a skit <gasps> or something of those li- along those lines and you had used like fake hundred dollar bills and i made the note like i could really tell if the hundred dollar bills were fake and you were like what the fuck like, just, like, screaming about it. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'll never, I will never ridicule your faux Benjamins again. My apologies. Now, be honest. Wow. Were you a little bit mad at me still when you came over? Because sometimes don't you feel like, not that you were acting that way at all, but don't you feel like sometimes when you have dreams that are that vivid, you have those emotions about someone? Oh, and that yeah. would make me so upset. Well, I was terrified, but I immediately like, had a dream afterwards that somebody was trying to sell lemonade in my hallway. And then try to attempted to kill me. I feel like it has something to do with Beyonce. Like the uh, yeah, the beverage or the album. Yeah, no, it was, it was it was the beverage. But I feel like I mean, what better time than now to make a profit off of that, right? So yeah, sure. it'd be amazing if they had a Beyonce stand. <laughs> <laughs> We're selling Beyonce. What's what's their like? What's their record label thing that they do? The the. Tinder or no, not uh, what's? <laughs> I have no idea. No, they have their own platform. Like they're trying oh, to make title. Title. Oh, title. Yeah, I hate title. Oh my god. Yeah, so nobody. Like, like it's such like, bullies. But like it's just been reduced yeah, to a lemonade stand. Corey's <laughs> <laughs> hallway. Yeah, and then the guy tried. There was two of them. Buy the MP3s, Corey. Buy the MP3s. They're all. They're <laughs> <laughs> for our basketball team. Oh wait, hold on. Uh, Dennis, introduce yourself and say why you're friends with Sue while I get Tanuki out of the garbage he's eating. Oh sure. Um, 
Hey y'all, I'm Dennis. <laughs> y'all? Y'all. <laughs> from Staten Island, everybody. I'm from Staten Island. <laughs> I was gonna say, where are you from? It is, it is the southernmost part of, of New York. I think it right. has something to do with the episode we watched tonight. Yes. That could be. We watched Bringing Bring Down, down, the, down the, the Ho. Hoe. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know what it was called. <laughs> <laughs> Just that good. Uh, and I'm friends with Sue, and I used to be Sue's boss. Yes. We met at about.com. Love it. Which is a site that I wouldn't recommend anymore. No. <laughs> you may not want to go there. Yeah. We've, we're doing so much better things now. <laughs> it's not a sponsor. Yeah. Yeah. No, they they need to pay for that. Yeah. Listen, so it's fine. Um, all right. Should we do some business and then get into this exciting sure. episode? Let's do it. Um, Dennis brought a great wine. It was a Cabernet called Leith, which is L-Y-E-T-H, and it was a lovely Cabernet Sauvignon. Um, that's how we started out the night, with like a nice, smooth one, and then we went into the Gato Negro. Abby. Um, we went from the 750 mil to the liter. Yeah, we really we went large and in charge. We needed to supersize for everybody. Um, I'm also sipping on some chocolate pudding right now. Yes. <laughs> we had some horseradish cheese oh, and yeah. some brie. It was all delightful. And uh, some wonderful baked ziti, which was also mentioned in the, the show today. Yeah, yes. baked ziti yeah. coming up. Who knew? There was yeah. a nice, like, yeah, full circle moment when the PLLs were having baked ziti. As was well, no one actually saw any of them eating yeah. anything Just, at any they point. They spoke about it in generalities. Yeah, they talked about it. But, um, and yeah, just always uh, keep rating, reviewing, subscribing. Yes, We've had some great reviews lately. if you're listening to us, you're listening to us on iTunes, Podbean, or Stitcher. Thank you so much. And please subscribe. And as Chelsea was saying, rate us. We love you guys. Um, all right. So Tanuki has his head in an empty pizza box. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to let him go ahead and, and live there. I mean, let him, let him live his life. I mean, is what's the worst that could happen? There's nothing really in there, right? You can, the cheese is in there. I mean, God bless. If that's what makes him happy, live in that box, Snoopy. All right, so the episode we she watched is tonight. such a lax cat, mommy. <laughs> he comes from a broken home. We were talking about this. <laughs> My ex-boyfriend got Tanuki for me, and then and then we broke up. So I was I let Tanuki do whatever the fuck he wants because he comes from a broken home. It's true. Daddy's not coming back, Tanuki. Your acting out isn't going to bring him back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we watched episode 11 of season four called uh, Bringing Down the Ho. I'm sorry, he's, he's just still in the, the box. I know, box. I know, he's still in that box. Oh. Should we snap him? All His right. His whole head is in there. He's, he's going to climb in but, entirely. But like, I covered the cheese a little bit. He's not going to give up, so. All right. All right. Anyway, guys. What's so, wrong with a cat eating a whole wheel of cheese? I uh, probably nothing. Maybe a little diarrhea. Yeah. I'd say a little bit more than a little. You think so? A little cheese goes a long way. Now we're just it's watching. Like a nature to say. <laughs> this is, people are should, tuning yeah. out right now. <laughs> we're like, All right. We've lost a lot of listeners so far. All right. Sorry. So, <laughs> bringing down the hoe. It's episode eleven of season uh, four. four. One of my and favorites. And very exciting. And um, yeah, I guess overall thoughts before we get into specifics and run through the episode because well, well, okay, Corey's seen PLO before. He's been on the podcast, seen some choice episodes, was watching it up through season three ish, probably. Yeah, I would till, say that I was like a big fan throughout season one. I dabbled in season two, and then like I missed several between then and four. Now I'm realizing that I know nothing about red coat, so I would ugh. imagine that meant I missed all of season four. Yeah. So there's that. 
And Dennis is a PLL virgin. But you knew a little. You gave us a really good, like, Netflix blurb rundown right before we started, which I really appreciated. (laughs) It was just like, chick died. uh, Do you you care? Can you remember what it was? Not really. really You can't say it verbatim. Four friends friends in high school. One of them is a lesbian. Because the showrunner is a lesbian. Because the showrunner is a lesbian. Their friend dies. Then they're haunted by somebody who's, like, gossip-girling them and sending notes about, like, <laughs> right. the shit that they're up to. Right. And... The parents uh, do crazy shit, I the think parent, yeah, the parents, <laughs> Yeah, the parents do crazy shit, and the parents are, as in all TV shows, like, ten years older than the actors playing the right. young people. Yeah. Um... Jennifer Lopez's boyfriend from that movie she was in was in it, which is why we watched this entire episode. That's right. That's why we watched this episode. Ryan Guzman. What was the name of that shitty movie? Boy Next Door. The Boy Next Door. Door. I have to say, when I say it's shitty, I meant, like, I had such a fantastic time seeing that in the movie theater. (laughs) It was a cinematic masterpiece. What show was I watching? Oh, Throwing Shade, which is going to be a new show on TV Land. They did a great joke about how she gives it. He gives her an original copy of the Iliad. Yeah, and they're like, "There's no such thing." Yeah, he hands her. <laughs> he hands her the Iliad, and she's like, "Oh, it's an original. It's an original copy." It's like that is not possible. <laughs> you want the original Iliad? It's a piece of sand. There you go. It's got in a museum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like the second half of the movie, for some reason, she's dressed exactly like Velma from Scooby Doo. <laughs> uh, his, his clothes are off most of the movie, which makes it, you know, oh, worth no seeing. Oh, it was a good movie. It was, it was amazing. It was a great time. <laughs> it was a shit. Anyway, yeah. so he was in this. He blind dancing with cut. He I mean, was in this for like very good looking five minutes. Um, but yeah, no, I had never seen the show. I knew nothing about it. I listened to the podcast occasionally, really just to hear you guys like bantering. And then when you got super into the show, I'm like, okay, I need to like... <laughs> Turn this off. Understandable. Um, but I knew there was somebody in a uh, red coat. Yes. Um, yes. And you know more than Corey. There were theories about that. <laughs> much, yeah. I know a little bit about A and who that is. Yeah. Uh, sort of. Not really. And overall then, were you entertained by this episode? Do you feel like it's a show you could dabble in if... I do not feel like it's a show I could dabble <laughs> in. It doesn't sound like the thing one could dabble true, in. True, yeah, true. you can't really... It's a little like, like crystal be... meth. You can't... <laughs> It's not the kind of thing you can dabble in. You have to commit wholeheartedly or or just live your life like a normal person. Uh, so that's sort of my feeling about that. Can we add that to the intro? That's perfect. It's like crystal bath. I, you know, I did, I did enjoy watching it, but as I was saying, I feel like 60 to 70% of the the sentences said on the show are questions. Right, yeah. No, no, no questions are ever <laughs> yeah, answered. That's true. It's just, did you see this? What's going on with that? I don't, like, no one really <laughs> says really anything. Point. Everyone just, like, inquires <laughs> for an hour straight. <laughs> and then they respond with, it's complicated. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then there's eye makeup and yeah. then some moody looks and then on to the next scene. Yeah. Pretty, uh, pretty much sums it up. Yeah. It's a good formula. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the best outfit of the night, though, started uh, right up top. I think was, we can start at the right, very beginning. That's Arya's the first note that I have. I just want Lion you King on Broadway yeah. inspired blazer. A tiger blazer. Over and a, a tiger, tiger shirt. shirt. And 
And there's like tiger earrings, earrings <laughs> and then like tiger teeth necklace yeah, kind of thing say, going very on. Very fierce and very unnecessary. Um, it was <laughs> like, and like the whole sleeve was like a tiger's face, mm-hmm. like as like as if it was just some guy in a chain bang gang. Chain bang. Chain bang. Both would be relevant <laughs> for a tiger tattoo. Um, but it's just like, it was just like very colorful though. It was, it was made in the same palette, I feel like, as the Lion King on Broadway. Very much so. Um, it was just the most absurd outfit that a child in high school would wear. Yeah, that's basically all I had, so. <laughs> tiger blazer and, uh, and some other stuff happened and then the theme... You know, the credits. Yeah. I wrote jewelry game on point girl who looks like modern family. Oh, which <laughs> I was think that? that would be Interesting Aria, Lucy, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Lucy a little bit yeah. like a... She looks like what's her face. Yeah. The, oh yeah. my God. What is her name? Sarah Haley? Yeah, Highland. Yeah, Sarah Highland. Highland. Yeah. Oh, so okay. She looks a little like her name. I can see that a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? Sure. I can see it slightly. There's also the uh, just return of Lieutenant Tanner, which immediately Dennis asked, is she a lesbian? We said, we're not sure. No. We I always we'd refer to her as Ray Finkel. Because <laughs> <laughs> she reminds me very much of she does. from Ace Ventura, mm-hmm. the Ray Finkel character of the detective, the lead detective. Um, but what were you going to say, Corey? Sorry, uh, if you guys see, and just back it up a little bit, speaking of Lucy Hale doppelgangers, did you see the one that looks like a complete mix of Lucy Hale and Kylie Jenner? Oh my god, yes, if yes, you yes. you have it at home, yes. it's going to take like 13 seconds to go ahead and type this in. Lucy Hale plus Kylie Jenner. And it is the fucking weirdest thing. It and is. One angle, you're like, oh, that's definitely Lucy Hale. And then the next, you're convinced it's Kylie Jenner. Who is this person? It's just like an Instagram model or something. So yeah, Uh, one of those bitches. One of those bitches. Plus, which Jenner? Kylie. Kylie Jenner. Not to be confused with Minogue. You know she was trying to trademark Kylie? Yeah, Kylie Jenner. They're trying to trademark the name Kylie. Are you... And every gay in the world was like, bitch, no, no, (laughs) that is not yours. What? You're probably named after Kylie Minogue. This is impressive. She does look like a mashup. That first picture with the green hair, obviously very Kylie Jenner. Lower right. Yeah. Go back to Kylie. What's her name? So everyone knows her Instagram handle? Kelsey Calmine. Sure. Okay. Go back to Kylie being trademarked. Like, what does that mean? So no one for the rest of time would be able to be named Kylie? Or, like, people who are named Kylie would have to, like, pay a fine? I, like, Yeah, I think I so. Think, if you yeah. had to, like, if you wanted to merchandise things Kylie, mm-hmm. which obviously Kylie Minogue already has done. Right. So my understanding is Kylie Minogue countersued, calling her a D-list reality star. Yeah! Yes! yes. Kylie Minogue. Oh my god, that's crazy. So yeah, it's a it's a little late to come for that. Yeah. yeah. Don't come for us unless we send for you, Kylie Jenner. <laughs> yes. Um, what else we got? So uh Hannah basically gets scared off by Ray Finkel because she talks about the shoe prints mm-hmm. in Emily's crashed out home. Right. Which I don't think we fully explained, like the episode before this, or the like two before this. Um, a car comes crashing into Emily's home while her and her mother are talking about how they're so sad because her father's at war. And um, a car comes crashing in, and I think they no. can't live in the house anymore. It sounds hilarious. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. Like, if you see footage of people, like, driving into the front of houses, <laughs> or as long as everybody's safe, 
It's just such like a cartoonish <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Magoo kind of moment. Yeah. No, this was like with a vengeance. <laughs> like, and then they like ran off, but they left heel prints, the same kind of heel prints, which you can check with like DNA yeah. and such. And oh, obviously oh. The detective's quote was, we have ways of testing things, DNA and stuff. <laughs> That's what she actually said. <laughs> this grown woman actress. Well, no, Hannah, remember, found, okay, you wouldn't remember because you didn't watch this season. So Hannah's mom had these, like, Manolo Blahnik shoes that she, like, had. They were all muddy, and she was, like, hiding them under the sink like she was going to throw them out. And she was, like, trying to clean the mud off her shoes. So, like... So Hannah's, like... Hannah's pretty... Yeah. Because, like, if they're shoe prints, they're obviously Manolo Blahnik shoe prints by both things. Right. Right. And so, even though her mother, I think, was in jail at the time, couldn't have done it. Well, and if it's a $900 pair of shoes, even if you committed a crime in them, you're going to keep them to try and wipe them (laughs) off. Yeah. It's worth it. She was trying. Good point. Right. Totally. So, it was a whole thing with Jean. But um, (laughs) she she got the the shoes, and so she was worried about that. Um, So, that made her sick to her stomach, and she threw up. Um, supposedly that's why. It wasn't because she was trying to fit into a bikini for a movie with, um... <laughs> it was because she was yes. in Spring Break. This was Spring Break Hannah, wasn't it? Is this this was, like, break right era? before Spring Break Hannah. Yeah. I think or right after. I don't remember. <sighs> Speaking of Hannah, um, you guys were asking, or, well, Corey was asking, who this when Travis... Travis. Came on scene. Very yeah, he's cute. the Caleb replacement. He is cute. You said he, that, but then Caleb was in. The Caleb was episode. still there, but then Caleb leaves. Like mm. in the next, in the following episode, um, Caleb Wood. leaves for Ravenswood. So Got this it. is like the introduction of Travis to like do like the body snatcher. Who switch. did you say that Travis looked like though? The guy yes. from the office. Is that him? Or? Yeah, the guy. Toby. From- Toby from Silicon Valley. Yeah. Okay. Or what was his name in the office? The nerdy guy. Oh, he was the super only... tall, awkward, like HR guy. Yeah, who dated but like a Aaron sexy version for, for of a that. second. Yeah, oh. a sexy version of that. He's been in a lot of things though too, but he was the sexy version of him. And you know who Tra- Travis was in uh, Gossip Girl? Speaking of Gossip Girl, oh really? He played Blake Lively's little brother's like first love interest when he came out as being gay. Okay. And he like had hair. Oh. So, Zach Woods is who we're thinking of, which I think, oh. like, yeah, I yeah Travis kind of looks like Zach yeah, Woods. Yeah, a little bit, sure. Yeah, looks like one of my colleagues, so that's never here nor there. <laughs> you know what was exciting about Travis? Was Tell then, me. Well, not even Travis himself was that when I thought he might have been the newest hottie on the scene, but then when fucking Jake showed up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, Ryan Guzman. Why would I not be watching season four? I'm telling you. I mean, it's, it was a great season. It was a great season. I wish he would have stuck around for longer. I wonder why. He, I mean, like, I guess it makes sense why he didn't. But part of me always thought maybe he'd come back. Because was there a resolution after the episode where he, like, has the knives in the punching bag? Or was that before this episode? Ooh, I don't know. Or does that happen later? I Who can tell? But, um, yeah, mm-hmm. it's an, a, an Aria love interest. But mm-hmm. then she ultimately chooses Ezra. Gross. Yeah, for him. I, I usually think Ezra is very handsome, but for some reason, and maybe it was just looking at them side by side, I just wasn't feeling him at all anymore. Like yeah. this episode yeah. in particular, well, I was I just mean, like, I get it. Jake's obviously a vision of beauty, but 
That's like literally taking a McDonald's hamburger out of the bun and everything and putting it next to a filet mignon. I don't look at like him being the cutest out of like the full time boys, but I've actually changed my mind as of recently since Caleb posted those bun pictures. That peach thing you love. <laughs> Caleb likes to post a lot of like sexy but pictures. Yeah. Thank God. You should follow uh, Tyler Blackburn, Blackburn yeah. on Instagram. There's a lot of food and Snapchat. Mo- Mowgli, I think, mm-hmm. is maybe what he refers to himself as. <laughs> is that true? Or false? I think he has, yeah. So, wait, so who do you guys think is the hottest on PLL? You think Caleb? I think Jake is, but I mean, out of yeah. like the regular boys, I would now give to Caleb, Caleb. because of that booty. Would you make out with Toby? I don't think so. Not I mean, at all. sure. I would. Just right? for the story. I definitely would. Just He's always for the story. Me out. Yeah. Since day one, I've been very creeped out by Toby. Yeah. Speaking of making out, one of my notes was all the boys have pillowy lips, except <laughs> Ezra, who has no upper lip. <laughs> oh. And I should know because I don't have one either. <laughs> As was pointed out to me by somebody I was dating a long time ago, which I didn't really realize until he did it. And w- I never noticed that. Oh, yeah, no, no upper lip. None. It's not like a hair lip, though. It's no, like no, just, it's just I don't yeah. have much of no. an upper lip. And just watching the show, I was like, all these boys have very good lips. I didn't like, really thought of my lips. Mine are sort of proportionate, right? Yeah. yeah. You're fine. You've got pretty serious lips. Yeah. <laughs> you're good. You're serious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd say, yeah, like, like, out of the group, yours are definitely, like, the most luscious. <laughs> Would we you would make have, out with me? Wow. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I am right Toby. here. <laughs> I think out with Toby. He's, I would definitely That's the guy from Toby. the office, right? No. No. Oh, that's Travis. What's Travis. Travis. the one with the pickup truck. And the CD with his mom. The one they were sitting in the pickup truck? Oh, yeah, no. I'd still probably do that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'd probably make out. I'd have sex with all of them, too, but. <laughs> Things have changed. I know. I'm being honest. Since 30 seconds ago, I know. Yeah, I'm I know. just being truthful. To if myself. they were there, if yes, the opportunity presented I've itself, seen him with his shirt up. I've who seen, amongst I've us would skateboarding before? He's very handsome. Uh, speaking of, if you want to contribute to the Kickstarter for me to have sex with Ian Harding in real life, That's, go to Kickstarter slash. This isn't a real. This isn't a real Kickstarter. Dot Kickstarter dot com. But slash. I brought up a good point earlier. What would that Kickstarter look like? I mean, yeah, exactly. We like, still would it be like a ticket to LA Mm -hmm. like would we also like fund you for like a car and then maybe like a map of the stars home well in a hotel I'm sure right yeah but you know what would be so great is if you like offered like prizes so you're like give me $10,000 and the condom that we use is yours (laughs) 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 well listeners you heard it here first does oh your podcast God. usually get this dirty? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Sometimes it gets worse. Yes. No. Sometimes it gets weirder. Sometimes it gets about actual love life that we're having. Oh. Or like... Well, <laughs> that Chelsea's having. <laughs> Barely. Um, Mine's so, like, I watched so much Slot Hunter SVU, guys. It was great. I didn't leave my couch. It was the best weekend ever. <laughs> so the next thing I have on my notes is the second clothing item other than Aria's that really caught my eye. Yes. Does anybody have any ideas of what I'm about to say? Mm-hmm. It was very gender fluid, in my personal opinion, um, belonging to one of my least favorite characters on the show. Her name is Paige. And she's uh, wearing a Boy Scout uniform. 
What? Oh, uh, Dennis had a cut. I wrote Boy Lush. Scouts outfit girl equals broadcasting lesbianism. <laughs> <laughs> like, in, in case viewers weren't quite sure, we're oh, letting sure. you know. Uh-huh. Was it a girl? I don't know why. I guess I was just so, like, when Paige comes on, I just sort of black out and I block out anything that's happening. So maybe I didn't See, notice the Girl Scoutness. I felt very, like, RuPaul's Drag Race, Madonna, like, Bob the Drag Queen. <laughs> Channeling the fact that, like, Bob the Drag Queen dressed up like Madonna from the GLAAD Awards of 2013, 12, who knows. Um, But uh, Madonna dressed up like a Boy Scout, and, like, then Paige was wearing it. And I was just like, ooh, you stole her look. (laughs) Who are better Madonna? Um, But Paige... And and looked like a cooler lesbian at the same time, even though she's not even gay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think... Paige's gay IRL, the actor? Uh, I, don't, I feel like one time I was like Wikipediaing her and she's not. It's a soft butch look. It's it like trying hard to look right. yeah. sort of tough, but right. I'm not buying it. Well, I forgot who it was who said that like, it's just so funny because like her original look was like so straight edge mm-hmm. and then like by the end of it she's literally wearing like a cut out tank top like right, lesbian right, outfit right, they were just like right. they were just like literally like hitting it over your head like she might as well have had like a giant shirt that said like Dice? bus or something <laughs> <laughs> like just like just so over the top <laughs> I feel like Aquafina um said that I feel like maybe oh. she was wrong. <laughs> I, think I could right. be wrong Wait, the rapper? Yeah, Nora. Oh my god. I love her. Friend of the podcast. She's friend of the podcast. Are you serious? She's a friend of mine. She's on Girl Code. I listened to her freaking song today. It is on my top 25. No, um, New York City Bitch. Oh, yeah. New York City Bitch. That's where I come from. Yeah, look, right here. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, if Nora's listening. It is on my top 25 New York City Bitches. I freaking love that song. We were supposed to have dinner. All right. She's the bomb. I will pass on your sentiments, Please, Dennis. Yeah, yeah I'm she's a fan. another PLL fan. I'm such a fan. She's the best. Um, so she also is going to be in a movie with Lucy Hale, FYI. Just oh, she fast. she filmed a movie with Lucy Hale. They like hung out their pals. They hung oh, wow. out doing this movie called yeah. um Bro, Bro, dude. 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 Yeah. yeah. So is that how Lucy Hale is going to come here and be on your podcast? Well, <laughs> imagine. You know what's really Only funny? In, within the same week, um, now we're just, I'm sorry guys, tune out if this is like annoying as fuck, but. Just stay um, with us. Well, it was funny because within the same week, um, Nora texted me and she was like, Charles, I literally like just like I was hanging out with Lucy Hale for this new movie, we just had, like, a little gathering at the director's house to be like, let's all get to know each other, and she's like, I couldn't, like, the first thing I said was like, oh my god, I, like, I have a friend Chelsea, she does this podcast about PLL, and oh. it's so good, and she was, like, telling him about it, and then, just within that same week, one of my friends, uh, Tracy G, listened to her on Sway in the Morning, she texted me, and she was like, Chelsea, I can't believe I didn't have the foresight to, like, let you know the Pretty Little Liars were on the radio show this morning, we were interviewing them on the show this morning, and I can't believe I didn't think to, like, tell you, like, you could have come down, you could have done, and then she's like, I tried to get a drop for you, but I ran out of room on my phone. She's like, I literally asked them, and they were going to do it. Like, she's oh like, God. I was like, my friend Chelsea has this podcast, would you guys do a drop for her? Yeah, and then, so I'm like, the Pretty Little Liars are like, 
who's this bitch with this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I mean that everyone keeps talking about. But yeah, isn't that funny? That's so amazing. Maybe they're circling around. They're well, circling. People at the WB are aware of it, too. And we had Toby, the actor who played Toby, Keegan Allen. He was on, like, episode eight, but I feel like it went under everyone's yeah. radar. And we, we had, had one of the directors of the show on as well. And Jim Titus, who plays a recurring cop. Anyways, all right, you guys, I'm sorry for that annoying. It was, like, not even a help. It is a it's like they know about it. Yeah. We're really trying, guys. One day we'll have them all on and we'll all drink wine together. While I have sex with Ian Harding. Yeah. Uh, yes. Maybe we'll just this be on the table the table before. It's the table before. Our <laughs> friends will be unnecessary. So, okay, I one of the scenes I really like, I mean, other than the hoedown, which we'll get to, it's the climax. Um, Toby is sitting in his, I just spit, Toby is in his pickup truck with Spencer, and all of a sudden this CD starts playing, which I love that he has this dumpy ass, like, 1983 pickup truck with, like, a CD yeah. Player. yeah. And um, the song Anytime comes on, and Spencer's like, What's this? And he's like, It's my mother singing. And Spencer's like, Take it out! Take it out! Like, it's like gonna explode. Like, the CD's gonna infect the radio somehow. <laughs> but like, I, like, it would be I understand creepy. that she was creeped out. It's but a like, creepy moment. I would feel like, I would be like, Hey, maybe you want to take this out because it's creepy. Like, I would be like, "That's your mom. Get the fuck out." <laughs> Knowing nothing about the show, I did not understand why it was creepy. Because <laughs> she was dead. Be- because it means, well, yeah, because his mom died in a mental institution, and everybody thinks that they made it seem like it was suicide. Mm-hmm. But then, a one of the things A is doing this season is giving Toby clues, saying like, "Hey." It wasn't suicide. I know what happened to your mom. If right. you if you do these things that I'm blackmailing you to do and keep it a you'll secret, get you'll info. get more information. I see. So what's creepy is that, yeah, his mom's dead and here's his blast from the past. But also, it means that A was in his pickup truck, which I, I think things like that are always creepy when it's like yeah. if I would come home and there was like a some like certain movie playing on my TV, you know, that it was like, oh shit, A was in my home. That's creepy. Yeah. It's yeah. I think yeah. it was... Yeah, I thought it was a creepy moment. Right? Creepy I remember that from the episode of the Golden Girls when they got robbed. Oh, my God. <gasps> that was their big issue was someone was in our house. It was the yeah. worst. I oh, it was terrifying. It's really, it's really That's weird. That's when I feel if anybody's interested. The Golden what? Girls. Oh. <laughs> 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 that was like funny. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I could do a podcast about that too. Right. I assume everyone here has seen every single episode. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm probably oh the God. least like avid. Fan. I know. I it's crazy. It's just one of those things where why did it escape me? I don't know. I That's watched why you're seven, our rose on the one You were you were way too young, I'm sure. But I mean, like I love like Dick Van Dyke and Mary Tyler Moore and Taxi. Like I have other like old school shows that I've oh. seen every episode of. Those are even for whatever older reason. Yeah. yeah. So for whatever reason, Golden Girls wasn't one of mine. But like, yeah, I, think it's I don't know why. Could be. I, I mean, understand, I understand that you're like honorary. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Let's be honest. Argument over. Yeah. You're not wrong. No, but I mean, Katie Kampa and Chelsea and I have talked about having, you know, we're just going to get the lanai. Yeah. We're going to get, like, that's all we're looking for is a place with the lanai. Yeah. And then we're going to have it. And, like, I think. Live out our ears. Yeah, well, just Katie's Dorothy. Mm-hmm. I'm Sophia. Mm-hmm. You're Rose. I'm dead serious about this. And so who's the slut? I'm going to say who's Blanche. I forget who the Blanche is. I forget who the Blanche is. Lucy Hale. Neighborhood. Lucy Hale. Lucy Hale. <laughs> 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 Lucy Hale. <laughs> I'm just going to invite Lucy Hale into this. Lucy, uh, if you're into it, call us. Um, <laughs> sir, <laughs> there's the... Um, Moment in the car, um, and then 
had something. Go. Okay, go. Fast forwarding to when Jake got Arya the boots, which I guess was like the third most oh, bizarre that's the creepiest. Uh, outfit choice for the evening. Um, but does he know who Ezra is? Like, is he is Jake a student at the school? No, okay. he is a teacher. So Arya has a type. Um, he is a teacher at a martial arts studio. <laughs> that she went to because she wanted to look <laughs> That's so that stupid. Is I'm sorry. So That's so preposterous. <laughs> Wait, so did he ask her, or no, did she make mention of the hoedown outside of the school, though, while she was getting into her car? Or did yeah. I that up? No, she did. She okay. was like, do you want to go to the hoedown? She was getting her brown belt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was asking about the hoedown. Got yeah. It. Okay. No, he taught her self-defense. So he's an older man as well, then? Yeah, but not He quite. looks the same age as all the rest of them. Yeah, but right. like, I wouldn't say he's, like, super older. No. Because realistically, Ezra's so he's not, like, he's he's like right out of school, right? So yeah. Ezra's like... So Ryan Guzman's, like, a 24-year-old playing a 24-year-old. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe, like, a 24-year-old playing, like, a 21-year-old. Like, maybe he didn't go right. to college, but he okay. just did exactly. the martial arts stuff. Sure. Exactly. But he could still get them booze, so he's cool. Well, he's exactly. quite the gentleman. Do you think that this, I don't know, like, I always look into things and I could have nothing to do with anything. Go on. Wasn't she in, like, a Cinderella story or something yes. like that? Are they, like, paying any, or, like, making a reference? There was a lot of things that happened tonight, like, with her country career. I thought, like, oh, was there yeah. any reason that they were doing, like, this? I, I would imagine that they were doing the hoedown as a reference to her. her yeah. That they would have played one of her songs. Right. You'd think so. And I'd imagine that it wouldn't be like a boot that they were putting on her foot if they were, I don't know. Anyways. I don't know. I, I just still think it's really creepy if a guy was just like, oh, I'm really good at guessing shoe sizes. Put on these shoes right well, here. Well, and do it right here. Like they were, it's there was so like weird. a restaurant or something they were at. And yeah. he was like, well, no, put them on here in front of everybody. But with that said, he's so fine that I'd be like, go ahead and fucking, like... <laughs> Fuck my foot in front of everybody. Literally, and I was like thinking about like what could be worse. Like, oh, do you know my... Jock strap size. Like, <laughs> try it on here. Yeah. Try it on. Okay. Here at Starbucks. Butt plug size shirt. Put on in. Well, remember, I know me so well. You remember Fits one like time this was like a um, clue that people thought that Ryan Guzman Jake was suspicious because there was an A scene in like season three, I think, mm-hmm. where. A was buying boots at the end, like yes. the A scene or oh, what to call like the little scenes at the end where you see presumably A doing something and like not his. That's or her the face. one where you were like, I hope they stab this. Yeah. Oh time. right, right. So like you see, <laughs> yeah. so in one A scene you see A buying a pair of boots, and really it's because then I mean I guess we don't fully understand exactly what it is, but, but it's they like were then like doctor a size that was like five and a half. Maybe that, so for whatever reason, then, like, also the boots were being worn by this, like, psychiatrist, and it's, like, a whole thing with the shoes. But, point being, <laughs> there was a long time where people were like, oh, Jake is suspicious because he was buying the boots that we saw A buying, blah, 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 But, like, no. It was just because he was he's weird. A creeper with a and yeah. fetish. Yeah. yeah. fetish Jake. Can I share my two Jake notes? Yeah, yes. please. Um... I wrote Ryan Guzman equals James Franco with lip gloss. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he was he was pretty glossy at one that. point. And Jake equals low cut athletic shirt and waxed chest. Oh my god! What jersey is that low? <laughs> <laughs> what sport do you play with a scoop net like man slut cleavage <laughs> like it was gay very- club ready top? 
All that said, I was in love with him. I thought <laughs> yeah. it was fantastic. Um, Perfect wardrobe choices. Whatever gig I put him in that, did it a great job. The uniform for the volleyball team for Fire Island. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what it was. Um, the, he was a transfer student. Oops, sorry. The other, uh, well, before we get to the hoedown, or do, I. The I had knitting something. needle scene. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The knitting needle scene was creepy. Corey, even, you like yeah, gasped. Yeah, I audibly went, ah! because scary. The yeah. girls are in the basement of the Delantis home, and they're trying to look up through these holes that they see in the floor, <laughs> and all of a sudden, a knitting needle comes down through it. What'd you think of it, Dennis? It's scary, but the basement was like, larger than my apartment. It had, <laughs> it had higher ceilings, so like we're crawling into the crawl space. I'm like, this is like a loft apartment. So when they're dodging those knitting needles, all they need to do is like not stand up straight. Basically. Yeah, you're not wrong. It's true, it's true. Um, so in hindsight then, what do we think, was that Cece living in the basement? Yeah, I think so. Is that what we're supposed to presume? I think, I think Cece is A throughout, but... We also have a scene where Cece is like, better hurry up and get here. I'm not going to go back to Rosewood. Right. And we see her. She's standing in what we later know. At this point, we don't know. But later on, we can look in hindsight and know that Cece is in Ezra's, Ezra's like lair. And yeah, she's talking oh, to someone shit. on the phone and saying, like, I'm not going back to Rosewood. So Sue is asking. Wait, is the lair the one that's like outside of the ski resort? No, that's Ezra's cabin that he, that's he, a different layer. That was layer. another layer that he moved he had. to. He had another layer in Ravenswood. So he had a, oh, so Ezra was A in the sense that he is a writer that is writing about Allie's death because dun dun dun, he was dating Allie before she disappeared when she was even younger than Arya. And then we're supposed to believe from the beginning that in the first episode, Arya and Ezra meet in a bar before school starts, happenstance. And so since she's in a bar, Ezra assumes she's of age. And so, like, that's the only one shred of sort of, like, forgiveness. Like, you know, like, he finds out she's underage later, but, like, when they met and they can't help the way they feel. But then now, four seasons later, we find out that all along... He knew who she was and thought, oh, I'll get close to her. It'll be good for the story that I'm trying to figure out what happened to Allie. And then, and then, oops, I couldn't help. I fell in love with you. How did you any sponsorship? I'm sorry. <laughs> like, the idea of being like, oh, yeah, like, Macy's is the sponsor and we're just going ahead and condoning, like, a um, teachers. I think it's because it was based off a book. Mm. I think that it's because it all the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The actors all look to me like they're 25. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's it. That's Mario. But, uh, yeah, so that was a creepy thing. And so basically then we find out the audience later after this episode sort of is led to believe that Ezra might actually be A. But then we find right. out that he's not A, but he's still creepy as fuck because this whole time he was lying to the girls. Oh, and like, surveilling them. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> to try to see if they would lead him to Allie or whatever. Even though he's supposed to look like the good nerdy guy versus yep. Ryan Guzman, like the hot, totally. weirdo, fetishist jock totally. with a neck. Yeah, totally. Okay. So I think, though, that Cece was talking on the phone to Ezra because we see that Cece was on Ezra's payroll. Okay. So she was playing kind of double agent. She was working for Ezra. Ezra's like, oh, yeah, Cece's working for me, giving me information. All the while, we didn't realize that, spoiler alert, Cece is A, we find out. Because, Dennis. Cece is Charles. Allie had Wait. a brother, Charles. I knew about Charles. Okay, hold up. Mm-hmm. Okay. I knew about Charles just because Sue, like, the whole thing, like, 
like the big reveal, like, oh my God, we find out who A is. I knew that was like a huge moment for the show that I do not watch, but I was curious who it would yeah. be. And so that's Cece? Yeah. Charles transitioned to be Charlotte. And that's why he was sent to Radley, but mostly by his father, who was not accepting. Right. You better go to Radley. You think you're a girl. You better go to Radley. The mom always felt awful and tried to, like, help Charlotte through the transition. She became Charlotte. And then she posed as this fictional character, Cece, to try to get close to the girls to, like, then torment them. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah. So Cece is Charlotte, was Charles. And so is this like the crying game where, spoiler alert, she like suddenly whipped out her dick at the end? Or <laughs> you're just no, supposed to be told No, there that. was no dick whipping, unfortunately. No. It was just like, oh, like, we realized A is Charles, who dat, who fuck Charles. And then it was like, it's Cece oh, it's Cece. Like... And then she tells her whole story, and it's like, I was just, I'm tormenting you guys because I was never loved. It's a whole thing. And my sister was loved by you guys, but then you turned on her, so I had to hate you and try and Did you watch these episodes, Corey? Did you watch that finale? Did you, I feel like you've seen some of the finales. We've come over for the finales and the premieres. Yeah, I I saw the 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 roof scene. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, you heard that. Okay. Well, wait, the roof scene was Shauna, or the roof... Where they shoot Ezra or the roof scene with Cece. Oh my god, the Charlotte yeah. one. Yeah, where she's okay. about to jump off the roof. Yeah, I was going to say, there's for some reason, so many things. But you can see the Empire State Building and the skyline, I think, Maybe not. That's in the Shauna and Ezra getting shot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I've seen them both. Yeah, yeah. I think so. So, does that bring us to the hoedown? I think so. Check it out. So. Sure. I feel my like hoedown note was the most dour hoedown of all time. <laughs> yeah. No one, bringing up the, no no one is there. I'm sorry. Isn't this supposed to be for the whole school? <laughs> they could only afford 20 extras. There were straight up 30 people at that hoedown. I don't know what kind of small private school this is supposed to be. Oh, no. It's a huge... It's, a huge, it's like a real high school. school. Yeah. No. And it was not well attended. If I were the Hoden organizer, I would be shaking in my boots. What was Ezra doing with all those cups? Who were you serving? I guess there was a high, there was a run on lemonade from the five people in the background <laughs> hanging out with Paige. Which leads me to, is Paige supposed to be with a date? I couldn't understand. She kept being seen with that same girl, and then... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's ever really like said one way or another. I feel like that might have been like a B story that they like cut. Sure. Where it was like, oh, here's uh, this other unnecessary, yeah. Here's the Felicia that we didn't we saw. Oh, the Felicias. But we also get a flashback from Emily before the Hoedown, real quick, where she's in Allie's oh, yeah, room yeah, yeah. and she sees the nail polish and she remembers Allie painting her toes and being like, you know, you should break up with Ben because you're obviously a lesbian. And she's like, no, what are you talking about? And she's like, no, like, I've broken up with people before. I broke up with my one friend's boyfriend, but that bitch didn't tell me that he had a gun. And you're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, like, so aggressive. That escalated quickly. It's it was all very, like, spoiled squash or something like that. Yeah. But she says, don't be with mushy squash, mm-hmm. Emily. Yeah. Was mushy squash is all that's left. I don't think so. I think it's just some, she was referencing the fact that, like, the only thing left on a buffet table is mushy squash. Because okay. nobody wants it. Yeah. Understood. So if you don't just like take what's there, get what you can't, it's kind of actually a terrible message. It's kind of like 
fucking take what you can get because if you don't pair up now, you're going to be left with a mushy squash when everyone else is paired off. It's like, well, no. That's true. Or wait for the person that's right for you. Or wait for the fucking new batch of fried chicken. Like, (laughs) (laughs) There's a new batch, but they replenish those buffets. The tray is coming back. Yeah, you just gotta stand there trend. and wait. We yeah. all went to Atlantic City. We know this works. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. we never found out if that scenario meant anything. So we can only assume it doesn't because we never found out like who is this person that Allie helped break up? Who is the guy that had a gun? Like it doesn't. It and that's the one like we always talk about. Sort of disappointing thing about the show is it's so great when it pays off those moments and it's such a bummer when you go back and watch episodes and you're like that felt so like weighty at the time and then it's oh just like um, no nope, it was nothing it's the writers giving themselves some options i guess a hundred percent and oh, yeah. i we understand that that's what has to be done but you know yeah. like why <laughs> it, could, it could come um, back next season who knows um, Play my bowl for me. That would be something fun, though, if you just, like, created a list of storylines and were able to take it to the writers and be like, where were you going with this? Oh, like, I would love it. We, if we think about the writers like, on the, the show. Longest, like, I feel like it would be like, <laughs> like, this is a giant list of scrolling things. Because I'm sure a lot of it's dead ends. But of course. There's probably yeah. some things where they're like, no, literally, we were thinking about doing A, B, and C. And well, that's what would be interesting. Because, like, and I think a lot of times, things? I think sometimes it even, I feel like it's, like, different categories, right? Like, some are like, okay, we all could have probably figured this is a red herring slash random dead end. Other things that you're like, I'm shocked this didn't go anywhere. Like, and fuck you guys and tell me what happened or tell me, tell me what network notes you <laughs> got. Yeah, tell me like what network notes you got that like made you take away the idea that was going to be there because I know this is going somewhere and then something happened that precluded mm-hmm. you from seeing it through. And then the middle ones where you're like, it felt like it was going somewhere. I guess I could buy that it was never going anywhere, but where, yeah, did you, at one time, was it just an option or did you have a vision? Because why even, <sighs> that's like just so detailed. Like, yeah. Like, what, what, like, what's it, was, even, it was intense. Yeah. I don't watch the show. It was like such a like, this is coming from out of nowhere. This is like an yeah. in, the most intense moment. That, I guess, never paid off, it sounds like. And because yeah. even I can see, maybe if we weren't supposed to, it just, what is the, what are the implications? Like, what was the utility of it? If it didn't, okay, if we weren't going to connect the dots of who she's talking about to lead into some plot later on or some answers later on, at least just what what did, even if it was never supposed to be about the people, but just about knowing that Allie did this thing where she confronted someone with a gun, even just knowing, like, Allie's capable of this, that doesn't seem like it is plays into anything. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, like, what does it matter to be that like Allie's the badass some weird shit What's like weird can you? hold her own? Sure. Ugh, Allie. All right. Back to the hoedown. So the hoedown is amazing. I uh, love imagining them dancing in just a silent studio to no music because that's what's (laughs) happening on set because they can't shoot it with the music and record like the audio of them talking. So they're just kind of like derping around as our, (laughs) as our friend uh, Jess Wood would say in regards to how boys act day to day. They're just out there derping around. Derping around. Yeah. They're just kind of derping out there, like swaying back and forth to no music, like trying to be on a particular beat. That just brings joy to my heart. Imagining that happening. In the uh, in the barn studio, mm-hmm. and they're all like, you know, they're dressed pretty cute. Everyone looked I like good. a hoedown. Yeah, outfit. everyone everyone's hoedown attire was on point. Um, and then Hannah and Travis 
take a, a mosey around, um, a walkabout or whatever, what have you, uh, to promenade, if I you will. Say, they promenade yes. around uh, to discuss. I went to Square Dance Day in gym class. So has everyone Square Dance? Oh, we I'm had Square Dance, Dance Day like yeah. in gym class. I had to do it. Yeah, I had it in gym class too in elementary school. Yeah, I feel like I went to I do Square, Dance. square yeah. dancing like yeah. fifth grade. Oh yeah. Right. So I guess that's an American tradition. Yeah. Have you not promenaded Sufong? I feel like I have. Yeah, no, oh, I okay. did. Good. There was a there was a time. There was a place. We also and I went to this really small college in the middle of nowhere. There's nothing to do and like nothing was open past nine. So one thing that we would do, even if you weren't into like country music or line dancing, which a lot of people were, but enough other people weren't, uh, you would go to this place called Ghost Riders. And it was just this huge space, and yeah, it was like, it sort of seemed like, kind of like Barney, like big, like lofty ceilings, and it's called Ghost Riders, and you would just line dance, and it was BYOB, and they had a mechanical bull, and it was the shit, it was a big deal, like we planned for an event, like, okay, and next month, on this Saturday, we're going to Ghost Riders, and like we'd figure out who's driving, we'd get our outfits, and we'd like buy our like, Smirnoff, or whatever we drank back then. Were your yeah, outfits we, similar to what the girls were wearing? Sort of. I have these pictures. I just actually found them recently, yeah. And we have like, in front of the podcast, Kelly Noonan was there, because we were besties in college, that's why we're besties now. And yeah, we like have like the like little buttoned up shirt, but like tied, like under, you know, like... Uh, under our, yeah, exactly, and like the hats, and we do pigtails, and we go to Ghost Riders. I would go to Ghost Riders right now. Wait, what was your Barney reference? Barney. Oh, Barney. Oh, like, a, like bar. a barn. Sure, barn dash you. Like, like lofty suits. It was like, you know, like, like I love you, right. you love me. Yeah. It was very Demi Lovato. Selena Gomez. Yeah. Um, okay, anyways. Um, so I'm a fan Travis. of a line dance, is my point. I was not. Barney uh, Suddenly, everybody knew a line dance. Yeah. Except, for, except for Aria. I don't feel like she could really keep up. It's funny because I thought this was like a, a vehicle for her being like a country star, but yeah. she was a horrible line dancer. Well, as you pointed out, they kept they kept showing like a couple people could dance, but it was really just the extras carrying it. Yes. And it was shots of the main actors from like the waist up. Just kind of moving a little, but talking to each other. She was just yeah. shuffling that entire yeah. time. I think that maybe he was okay, Jake. Ryan Guzman could dance. Very yeah. good. Yeah. He was. Uh, he made me want to learn more about line dancing. And that's the reason he was cast. So how many episodes do we see him? Is it just two or three? Or is it like, like what's the point of four, Jake? Four or five. Yeah, probably four or five, six. Just a distraction? A distraction from Ezra, I think. Uh, just to give her some sort of like conflict and mm. cognitive dissonance of like who do I like Jake or Ezra and then it's sort of a um, plot point for the audience when she chooses Ezra because she chooses Ezra over Jake at the same time that we as the audience are like see that Ezra is presumably A so it's like a very dramatic thing we're like no she's choosing Ezra and he's A and oh, you know it's like that whole Jessica. according to IMDB Ryan Guzman was in nine episodes oh good wow. for him so he was most of this so it was like the end of this 4A and the yeah. beginning of, or I'm sorry, yeah, end of 4A, beginning of 4B. Yeah. And IMDb says he is an American actor, model, and mixed martial arts fighter. Oh, look at him. Really, he really did know how to do all that. Good for yeah. him. Huh. Okay, great. Anything um, else? To me, after Hoedown, I just like well, blacked out well, because that was Travis the, tells Hannah during the Hoedown oh, right. about... How she needs more Cabernet and A. Yes. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Excuse me. Everyone, yeah. pour your wine. 
Pour your wine. Pour your wine. Yeah, no, um, she says, oh, like, Travis is like, oh, BT dubs, your mom didn't kill the person that she's in jail for murder with about because I saw her and she drove off and then I heard gunshots. So your mom can get out of jail, but, like, I don't really want to tell anybody bye. And she was just like, the fuck? And Caleb was like, I don't know why you trust him. And she was just like, oh, me and my eye makeup trust him. <laughs> <laughs> Most intense eye makeup. It was distracting, actually. Yeah, it was. The blonde girl we're talking about? Yeah. 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 It was distracting. So she was happened. just like, oh, my eye makeup tells me that I can trust him. And so then she goes and they go to the to Tanner, and Tanner's just like, you're going to have to tell this maybe in front of even a judge. And he's just like, yeah, that's cool. Um, and then um, the other, I guess the other scene that I thought was fun at the time, because it's just so ridiculous, and I think you, either one of both of you were kind of like, what the fuck is even happening, is when um, Emily and Hannah the only, oh, nope. think that they see Redcoat, and they so, chase her out. Emily sorry, Spencer. Emily and Spencer. Yes, yeah, sorry, thank you. And chase her outside where they jump, they try to like hijack someone's pickup truck and there's hay in the back and they turn around <laughs> so and they see the hay moving and they think that they realize that Redcoat is like crawling around the fucking hay in the back of the pickup truck. And then they try to like pick her ass, yeah, like her say, ass. They try to like stab, stab her. her. Oh, I don't care if she is in here, we'll kill her It was ass. crazy. <laughs> it, was, it was intense. <laughs> that was legit like you're going to die now. Yeah. Like, there was no questions about like whether well, or not like we're kind of hurt her or just fucking kill her. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it was very just like, not haphazard, but just like, not even just casual, just sort right. of like, oh, I'm going to go run, grab this thing. Just no hesitation. Just freaking stab this person right yeah. through the back. You know, I don't know if they deserve it or not. Right. You guys would know better than me. But uh, came up short. Came up short. They've done some shit. A's <laughs> done some shit to them. I'm yeah. assuming that was even her though. Like what if it had been just like a small child that had somehow like crawled into the back of his... Oh, that would have been a whole different show. It didn't happen in Macy's Winterman Sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> so there's only one thing that I would like to talk about moving forward, and that was the way that Paige and Emily were dancing. Okay, good. I was like, <laughs> we cannot talk about Paige and Emily's dancing. Like, what? Because it's, like, okay, so first of all, Paley okay. is, is their ship name. Sure. Um... Yeah, like I feel like this was the day that Paley broke Twitter. Like I feel like they were um the Boo Rad Boo Radley Van Cullen, which is the lesbian hashtag used to talk about PLL, which don't ask me. I don't know. <laughs> I'm curious. That's interesting. Um it was like a whole thing. Yeah. Uh but they like broke Twitter when that dance happened. Oh, yeah. It was just like, this is so amazing and sexy. And I was just like, I'm so straight. <laughs> I don't get this at all. <laughs> I thought that was the weirdest, most awkward. I didn't feel any chemistry between them. I felt like it was so... It reminded me of high school acting where it was just like, we're in love. Right. Aren't we in love? We are. Right, 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 yeah. right totally. I just didn't understand how they got to that position. I feel like that's, like, maybe somewhere where you end up. But, like, to be just, like... Back to back. Yeah. Or, <laughs> back to back. Front of the bow Titanic dancing. Yeah. 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 Front of the bow Titanic. <laughs> I wish it was back to back still, I guess. 
That would have been way cooler. <laughs> if we're back to that. Back. So yeah, that would definitely broken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the chemistry was a hundred percent not there, but. I get, like, you know, you watch a show and there's a lesbian character and they finally do something kind of lesbian and you're like, oh, they're actually interacting and it seems, like, sort of sexy and as a gay person you can kind of see, like, oh, you know, that would be a payoff for the audience to, like, see, like, oh, they like each other and they're, they're, you know, they're finally dancing together. Absolutely. Well, had they hooked up at that point? Yeah. Yeah, and they, like, had broken up. But just not, they were never public. Reconnecting, totally. Or they were maybe public. Did they make out on the show? Yeah, yeah, but not as much Ish. as the other. Not as much as the straight people, yeah. right? Yeah. True, but they did. I mean, they're, they're, they're there were some steamy moments. Totally. Okay. Oh, okay. So I mentioned this earlier. Off. They synchronized swim together. Did they really? Really? In the <laughs> yes. swim team, they're also. I yeah, there was like, like a night where they were like night swimming, synchronized swimming no together. Way. It's amazing. I miss so much. Yeah. Um. So I know this wasn't like part of the topic of conversation, but. I'm just going to answer the question. I'm, if I were to have to pick one of the four girls, I would say Emily's my favorite. I really, really like her. It's a bold statement. It is, and I want to know more. I think that Hannah's probably the most likable, and I guess, like, Aria would be, like, in my opinion, the most popular. And for some reason, I've always loved Spencer. I like all four. I guess Allison's not necessarily something that I've ever been, like, too fond of. I just like the fact that she plays her age. But Emily, I think she's beautiful. There's, there's nothing better than a... Um, Oh, never mention. That's all I got. No, what were you going to say? There's nothing better than what? I was going to say something that was inappropriate for the podcast. So I was going <laughs> to keep it to myself. There's something inappropriate for the podcast. How well, can we say it now? Um, I, I won't put pressure on you. No, we'll talk no. about it. We can offline yeah, it. Okay. Can um, I used to really like Emily. I feel like I've gone through different phases where each of the girls is my favorite. And I believe at one time I really was fond of Emily. And then throughout this show, she just became my least favorite because she's so... She was like stuck up for, she's the fucking personification (laughs) of Mushy Squash. She sticks up for Allie when it was clear that Allie was a cunt. She's like, (laughs) she she chooses like, no, she's delusional at that point. She she chooses like lovers that are like human garbage. She like, she's just so, she's just so pathetic. Mm -mm. I'm sorry, every other girl in this town is a lesbian. She does not have slim pickups. I feel like she does the best by all of her friends. Like, she's the one that never fucks anybody over. That's true, but she to a fault, yeah. we're sticking up for Allie. She sticks up for people way longer than they need to be stuck up for. Yeah, but you know what? When everything happened with Kelly Osborne and Juliana Rancic, whatever her name is, uh-huh. I was really upset that Kelly, just as a teammate, couldn't have publicly been like, I don't agree with this, but not fucking been such an asshole. I agree. And that's how I'm thinking, like, if nothing else, like, it's nice that she's, like, sticking up for Allie. I appreciate where you're coming from. I'm glad she's not Kelly Osborne this, is all. I appreciate where you're coming from. Dennis, but I think she's got to kick out of the curb. I literally don't remember any of the girls' names, but I know Describe. all the guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. All right. No, like, I meet a beautiful woman, like, in one ear, out the other, but I meet a cute boy, I'm like... I remember oh. your name until the Makes total sense. Yeah. Go on. I would assign you to Spencer for some reason. <laughs> I feel like oh. that's the one you'd like. Wait, Spencer, I wrote green top and hideous yeah. patent leather belt. Correct. Yeah, that's, yes. sh- that's the Shoshana. Yeah, the Shoshana. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't care for her. I don't remember anything she was... <laughs> she was in a car... Was she in the, with the CD? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. 
She makes a lot of moments in this episode, though. Yeah, this was a big episode for her, but she has a um, she's notorious for stealing people's boyfriends and stealing her sister. Yeah, she doesn't seem like a slut. Yeah, well, oh yeah, it's she what's is. interesting about her. That's the twist. So no. you don't see it coming. Yeah, oh. it happened like by twice time, in season one that she. By the time you see it, it's too late. Oh. She also has a pill addiction and goes crazy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this, that's exciting. Yeah, this yeah. is not a very sexy episode for her, but uh, yeah, I can go there. And her real-life father uh, produced NCIS. Yeah, her real-life dad is, like, so super famous, rich, like, producer dude. Yeah. How nice. Was that the show that you say you loved? Oh, NC- no, SVU. Well, wrong wrong initials. Listen, I don't know what any of it means. <laughs> you don't watch SVU at all? Mm-hmm. Everybody watches SVU. You're looking at someone that doesn't. What's that? <laughs> NCIS is, like... So what do you do on weekends? Garbage. Like, go out and have a life? <laughs> 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 I don't even know the difference. Okay. Whatever. Law and Order SVU, Mariska sure. Hargitay. Oh yeah, Mariska. Who do you remember? What female comedian said this? This it was like in the past, most recent weeks, where she was like, "SVU is every woman's rape fantasy, which is that she gets raped and she goes, and the police actually do something about it." <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it was like. Like on a show or in past, like it was like on Facebook. It was like one of like the like lady comics that we're friends with, and it was just like perfect. It was and like like, there's a trial. Yeah, exactly. Like they like actually bring justice to your rapist. Is the rape fantasy that every woman has? That's so funny. That is completely true. That is so true. We'll find out who said that and let you guys know. I have this one. I uh, put on Instagram at one point. I was like, is this the most cathartic episode of SVU ever? And it's like Mariska Hargitay walking down the street and a guy pops out and is like, smile, honey. And she punches him in the face and pushes him down on the floor by her throat, his throat, and like stands over him. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> like, I'm just going to like watch this on loop every time some guy tells me to smile on the street. Anyways. So amazing. So who are your favorites? Oh, um, um, at this point, I go around a lot, but I think at this point in time, it's Hannah, just because like you said, she's very entertaining. Entertaining. I don't always agree with her, but I think she's entertaining. I like Hannah because she was the former fat girl, and she's always like, her like tells her like eating so many fries. Right, like, right, right. She's yeah. just right. But she also has like a really good like relationship with her mom, and yeah, I feel like, I like she's too. just like yeah. very loyal. But she's also very sarcastic. I like yeah. her about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, we should remind everybody, too, because I'm looking at Corey's drinking out of the I had turkey for sandwich on lunch day tumbler. We still have a couple of Cabernet wine glasses custom that are available. I think there's, like, one left that still isn't bought. Yes, and Dennis is drinking out of it. He's modeling it right now. Like a uh, Price is Right beauty. (laughs) Hold on. I should Snapchat it here. So, if you want... Wait wait till I don't have purple lips. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You're looking great. You only have one lip (laughs) Good callback soon. But if you guys want a custom Cabernet A wine glass, email us Cabernet at gmail.com. If you want other Cabernet A merch of various sorts other than wine glasses, because unfortunately Cafe Press does not have that as an option, you can get various items uh, personalized in Cabernet A or saying I had turkey for sandwich on lunch day, which was a classic episode of uh, PLL, classic or of Cabernet A, classic catchphrase. That can be purchased on CabernetA.com. Um, and then also you can email us CabernetA at gmail.com, just about anything. We love to hear from you guys, just about what you liked, what you didn't like, just saying hi, pictures tell of your cat, your tell us about your thoughts, tell us how you're doing emotionally, Snapchat we want to know it all. Yeah, Snapchat I've also been told that your favorite 
guest appearance is by killing me in it. Correct. Did, like a poll said for further you guys would go ahead and come through and just say that you like me. <laughs> we should do a new poll of like okay, our favorite guests. Let's do it right we'll now. All right, guys. Listen, nobody wants to like Kelly, okay? Email us or Facebook <laughs> or us or tweet. Tweet. Who is your all-time favorite day, favorite Cabernet day host guest? Dennis is getting very anxious. <laughs> I don't want to be in Dennis the running. I don't want to be though. in the Dennis running. Dennis is tapping out. But Dennis I am is brand also, new. like, guested before and not known it because you've texted me and he's the one that, his text message for me is Vogue. Oh, right. Oh, so let's oh. come oh. Suddenly it'll be like, Vogue, Vogue. Oh. She'll be like, hold on, Dennis is texting me. Oh, that was amazing. amazing. Sorry. Yeah, so, um, so you've unofficially been on the show before. Before. This okay. is your first official appearance. So thank you guys. Thank you, Corey and Dennis. Where can people find you on at Coreyazy? Yeah, Coreyazy is for Snapchat, Twitter, and Instagram. So go for it. even Vine. Even Vine. Yeah. You're still Vine. on that. Check that out, Dennis. I'm just at Dennis Sarlo. Perfect. It's magical. And then if you want to find Tanuki, he's living in the empty pizza box. So (laughs) thank you guys so much. You're the best. We'll be uh, with you next week, as we are always, with another Bridge Season episode, bringing you the PLL all Bridge Season long. Yay. Bye. Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet?